0: This is Maria and this is Christina. We are two good friends, young wives and lovers of good food and the outdoors. So grab a mug of tea and join us for this conversation we call Real Life. Hello everyone, this is Maria. I am popping on to share a mini-sode with you on the topic Focus. Christina and I talked about purpose last time together. We shared about our purpose within our businesses and how we get to really express ourselves through that and thrive. And now I want to take a little bit of time to share with you about focus. How can you narrow in your lifestyle, your habits, your energy to accomplish your defined purpose? So... It's really something that I've grown in a lot, is learning about focus, and it's been so helpful, so beneficial. I wrote on it a few months back as I really understood that it's, it's how we can successfully rest in the midst of striving for a purpose. They kind of sound like they contradict each other, but when you're more focused, you have so much more peace, so much less stress. As you go after your goals in life so it's very rejuvenating to be focused and it is way less exhausting so (laughs) that is the very exciting thing focus is a dynamic concept Um, I'm gonna read a definition for you guys it's defined as a state or condition permitting clear perception or understanding so it comes with great clarity It's also a central point or point of concentration. So that means all of our energy is no longer spread thin, but it's concentrated and so much more effective. So with this in mind of what focus looks like, I wanna ask you guys two questions. Do you feel focused? And what is your focus? So your focus really is gonna be your purpose, but then you need to break it down into uh, a daily uh, goal that you're, you're going towards. What's my focus for today? What's my focus for this week? Um, and then as you go towards that focus, do you feel focused? Or do you feel scattered? Do you feel stretched? Like it's, you're not able to accomplish the things that you want. And uh, things that aren't a priority are always distracting. So that's a really important question. And life is short. And I believe, you know, that our purpose is really important. So we don't want to miss out on maximizing the time that we have. So uh, one of the things that can really take away from that attention is multitasking. So multitasking, it's like a weed in our lifestyle. It can disguise itself as productivity because we start out like, oh, I've got these five things that I have to do. You you know, you try to tackle them, but you get distracted or you know, you start one and then the other you uh you stop the one to start the other. <laughs> it's it's honestly it's chaotic. Um and it's not rich because you don't get to give yourself fully to that one thing. So Interestingly, studies have confirmed that not only is it an inefficient use of our time, but it's also damaging to our brain and IQ. So uh, it's really time for us to learn how not to multitask, and it's not going to be something that you change in a day. If you uh, um, have the habit of, of multitasking, if you are a chronic multitasker, <laughs> and I just mean that in the sense that it's so easy to multitask, and I do it, and I have to come back to refocusing and learning how to, to concentrate on one thing, I think us women will definitely struggle with this more because our brains are wild, wired to, to handle more than one task at a time. And we can still manage that. And there is a balance to multitasking that can be effective. But I think each of us know when we've crossed the border of this is not um, healthy, it's not productive, um, and we're not using multitasking to our advantage, it's kind of ruling us. So I I encourage you guys to uh, evaluate that in your life. And even like Today, after listening to this podcast, um, think about how you're giving yourself and your attention to different things. Nochi is whining in the background. He's been a little restless today. (laughs) So um, another thing to think about is how does social media grab for your attention? How does it distract you from being focused throughout your day? This is really common, and you know if you've done it yourself or you've seen a friend post that they're going on a social media fast, it's because uh, the addiction of social media, or the distraction is real. And when you choose to fast from it or set yourself clear guidelines of when you'll be on and when you'll be off, it's so freeing. And liberating. <laughs> so I really encourage you guys to think about that too. Can you relate to uh, you know, spending mindless time on social media? Even if it's five minutes, but you're like, whoa, like I did not intend to just hang out here. I was, I was going to accomplish something and move on, but now five minutes is gone. Um, and that five minutes obviously can turn into more time and um, distract us so we should be able to be in control of of our time and this is not to say there isn't a time to rest and relax Um, there definitely is and that rest should be refreshing to us and we should be excited about that but I think when we're intending to get uh, certain things accomplished and then we find ourselves distracted by social media that's when it's Um, time to step in and figure out a tool to help us refocus. So those are some thoughts for you guys. Now I want to share with you two exercises that I have done um, and that I want to encourage you guys to take some time to do that will really help you grow in focus. So get out a pen and paper and write down these questions as I share it with you and then take some time to really reflect and answer the questions. And I will also post these exercises in the show notes so you guys can read it as well. So the first exercise is define your focus. This is the big picture. So first of all, what would your preferred lifestyle look like in five, 10, 15 years from now? So this is gonna have a lot to do with your values and your purpose. Um, what do you want to have accomplished? Uh, how do you want uh, to invest your time daily? And what are you accomplishing as a whole? So five years might look different than 10 years. And uh, set the bar high, but also understand that there's there needs to be room to grow. So give yourself that um, that space to grow within five, 10, 15 years and know that it's going to change. This is not (laughs) a, a prophetic declaration of this is exactly what's going to happen. Instead, it's this encouraging you. It's a catalyst to help you move forward. So what would your preferred lifestyle look like? If you don't know, you can't move towards it. And that's why it's important to define this. So evaluate your current lifestyle. When you do that, it's going to help you uh, figure out, okay, this is how I want it to be different. This is the area that I want to grow in. Um, What are distractions that pull you in a different direction? So identify those distractions. And then what can you change in the next one to three years to redirect yourself, your time, your energy? towards that preferred lifestyle so this is really going to get you guys thinking Um, it's humbling because we actually take some time to reflect on maybe some habits that we don't like this is uh, very similar to whenever i have my clients fill out a food journal and we've got an ideal protocol that we want to move them towards but first of all we need to look at what are they doing right now And that tool, that food journal, helps them learn and glean so much. So in the same way, when you guys evaluate your current lifestyle and what your preferred lifestyle would look like, you can glean from both of those and then begin to move towards that preferred lifestyle. So that's the first exercise, define your focus, the big picture. And then the second one is feel focused, the daily details. And this is if we do not um, conquer the daily details, we will never be able to move towards that big goal in 5, 10, or 15 years because life is a whirlwind and every day can go by so fast and we can feel out of control of where we spend our time because uh, other things, other priorities, um, they kind of rule over us whenever we're not intentional. So the daily details. Uh, Write down and evaluate open boxes in your life. And this means responsibilities, activities, unfinished projects that you're doing or planning to do. These are open boxes because they take your attention and your time throughout the day. Even if you're not spending time on those unfinished projects, they're in the back of your mind and they clutter your mind. So. Um, you feel like I could never get to you know that the thing that I want to be spending my time on because I have all these other things um, waiting to be gotten to. So write those open boxes down. Once you've identified them, I want you to label them. Uh, label them essential, which means you can't change this commitment, or non-essential, something that you can change and let go of if desired. So... Um, That's going to take some honesty. And sometimes we feel like it's essential because we would let somebody down. But when you have your big picture in mind, uh, understand that we're going to have to let go of some things. We're going to have to narrow uh, our commitments down. And that's a hard process, but it's it's a really rewarding process to be able to do. So take some time on that. You can even come back to it, you know. (laughs) label some essential and then leave some blank, come back to it and be like, okay, yes, I know this is essential. I know this is not essential. Um, and once you've done that, then you need to label them again, enriching or draining. It doesn't matter if they're essential or non-essential, they could um, be enriching or draining. So maybe my job is essential because I have to have that income, but it's also draining to me. Or perhaps I have a hobby that, yeah, it's not essential, but it's enriching. That's where I feel refreshed. And you will learn and glean from that. Um, Perhaps your essential job that is draining, that needs to be in your life right now, but consider how you could make a career shift or learn about yourself and what would be more enriching for you to invest into as a career. So once you've done that, Now it's time to focus in and um, make a choice of what things you can cut out. So cutting things out um, is a must because we can only invest our time into so many things. If you don't feel like you have the time to move towards your big picture, if you feel scattered or overwhelmed, then it's time to say no to something. So the way you can do that is start with your non-essentials. So if anything got labeled non-essential and draining, determine how you can definitely let go of that responsibility. Those are the first things that need to go. If anything is non-essential but enriching, still consider if this is a season to let go so that you can have more time and energy for other things. So... um, that that can be really hard, but when you let go of something that's um, non-essential but enriching, um, it frees you up to be more focused and enjoy the things that are essential. And they may become more enriching because you know that they're moving you towards your purpose and your long-term goals. So um, uh, that energy that you're going to be putting into your essential. It's going to be renewed. It's going to be refreshed. So that's an exercise that I encourage you guys to do and come back to. I, do, I love to do it yearly or whenever I identify that I'm starting to get stressed and overwhelmed. So you definitely have to grow in the art of saying no, which takes practice. And whenever you love to serve people, and you're uh, not just focused on yourself, which is very important, our long-term purpose should not be all about myself. Um, We live in a world where people are hurting, and people have needs, and God has designed us to love and to pour out. And that's where we'll find fulfillment, is growing more in love with God and loving people. So, Um, I definitely encourage you guys to think big about how you can serve, but understand that um, you can't do everything for everyone whenever that's not part of who who you're called to be. So the art of saying no is really important um, and is very freeing because (laughs) when you say no to something that is not essential it's not part of your big um, picture it's not going to move you towards your goal you're saying yes to uh, staying focused to your purpose and yes to all those uh, people that you're going to touch and change and um, and something just continues to grow and is so alive in you so this is a really um, fun exercise if you guys take the time to do it. I hope you benefit from it. I would love to hear from you all and I'm definitely going to miss you guys. I know um, we're going to join Christina and Megan one more time um, before I, I take a step back from the podcast. My nutrition business is really growing and my focus with fertility um, is is where I'm taking my business with this next season, so definitely look for more of my content, and you'll be hearing more from Megan and Christina um, about things going on in their life and with the farm, which is super exciting as Sunny Cove um, Farm grows, so check us out on Facebook at Thriving Health or Sunny Cove Farm, and stay tuned, in uh, May we're going to be sharing with, for the first time, Megan, Christina, and I. So thank you so much for listening to this mini and I will talk with you all soon.